<laughs> Bless there you. A little Corona cough. Get that out of there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to our first quarantine quickie during the COVID lockdown time. I am joined by Mo Dingo as we review the Bib and Tucker small batch. Join in, kick back, have a pour, and listen in. So this is a quarantine quickie. We are the Bourbon Hunters. I'm joined today with Mo Dingo. Well, he, he is the Bourbon Hunter. I'm, I'm just I'm just Mo. I am a Bourbon Hunter joined by Mo Dingo. So we we thought we what would What up Bourbon Hunter Nation? <laughs> we thought we'd do a little quarantine quickie before we jumped on a a Zoom and uh did a little training for uh Final Cut Pro and uh, So how's your quarantine going so far, dude? Pretty good. I, you know, I own a gym, right? So I, I brought home a ton of stuff from the gym. So mm-hmm. I've got a rower, a bike. I've got, uh, I went and bought a couple stall mats from um, a tractor supply company. Mm-hmm. And I also got a barbell. My wife has a barbell. We brought some weights home, some dumbbells, some kettlebells. Um, so the gym is unusable for its intended purpose and is now a little, uh, or I'm sorry, the garage is now unusable for its intended purpose and is now a well, uh, home you, gym. You, you have an alternate uh, fuel vehicle, so how does that work then? I can't drive anywhere, so what do I need fuel for? Or electricity. <laughs> I guess so. Just sitting That's out in the parking point. lot. And it was good timing. My car, uh, well, Trina's car, she ran over a boulder uh, and drug Just off. A, a boulder. <laughs> it's a long story. Like, I'd have to draw it up and show you how it really wasn't her <laughs> well, fault. It even seems it like is. over the next... Three weeks, we're going to have time to yeah, talk about it. It's her. It was a stationary object. We, she was at the mall by herself, and and so the way the aisles are, they're kind of diagonal to the building, and so whenever you go from one aisle to the next on one side, it's a very very sharp hairpin turn, mm-hmm. and so she pulls to the end of the aisle. She's looking left, and it just so happens the curb has a boulder, like a real big boulder sitting there. But it was below. She's in an SUV, so it was below her eye line. Uh-huh. And so she is looking left, sees there's no cars coming, and then turns right and drags across this boulder because it's like the a, front of the bumper. Yeah, well, the the step assist getting in the the you know the the Ooh. side. The, yeah, drug Ooh, it off. Good stuff. Yeah, tore it off. It it bent a little part of the um the back of the front fender on the passenger side, and uh-huh. then we think it also messed with the power steering because the power steering makes some hideous noise whenever you go over like a bump as you're turning. It's okay. uh, ooh, it, it's like a groan. Car's not happy. So what kind of vehicle is it? It's a four or a, sorry, Chevy Traverse, uh, twenty seventeen. Okay. So they're not super high off the ground. No, it's not. But so it worked out perfectly because this quarantine happened the day before the quarantine started. We took our truck in or the Traverse mm-hmm. in to get it uh, uh, worked on, and apparently that's still an essential job. So auto workers are still or repair people are still working. Yeah. Um, and then we rented a car. Shout out United Auto Workers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
And uh, so we rented a car also, which um, gave us a uh, an equivalent type car. It's part of my uh, insurance package. I have uh, USAA for insurance, and um, which you may have too. It's a military yeah. type insurance. Um, Did you get that from uh, my dad. because you got invited to the Air Force Academy? No, I got it because of my dad. My dad was in the army, and uh, you can pass it down, you know, to yeah. your kids and stuff. You know who the best uh, Air Force recruiters are, by the way. I don't know. Army parents. <laughs> oh, geez. I had to think about that one. Um, so <laughs> one of my friends is actually an Air Force recruiter. She just got her uh, recruiting. Uh, she just passed her recruiting stuff or whatever, but she's also now quarantined in Alabama or something like that. Hmm. I don't know. Um, my mom was actually my recruiter. I was the last person she put in the Air Force. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Um, so, so yeah, we ended up getting a rental car, but it ended up being perfect timing. We're just stuck in the house. So there's really nothing. We didn't need a car. We didn't need her car. Yeah. So uh, kind of good timing, I guess, for getting work done on your car. We were supposed to be in Florida right now. And in, in Destin. Yeah, I was so. just going to ask you about that. Did all that get, so did the, you get your money back or? Yeah. Yeah. I, luckily, uh, some people we know went through VRBO and they didn't give money back, but we went through Airbnb luckily mm-hmm. and they, like a week before we were supposed to leave, announced that they would, anyone affected by the coronavirus, you know, have mm-hmm. a chance to cancel until like April something or other. And and so we fell in that uh, umbrella and got our money. Yeah, I've, I've never used, I've only used Airbnb. I've looked at VRBO before and they seem uh, they're, they're a little steeper. Airbnb? No, uh, VRBO. Uh, it just depends on the place. I mean, some some things are, some things aren't. It just depends. Mm-hmm. Um, but the nice thing about a- Airbnb is when you're paying for it up front, it tells you like you're all the it gives fees you that up countdown. Front. Yeah. Well yeah. that, and you have all the fees listed, like the cleaning fee and this, the cleaning fee. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff's listed out and clear. So it's itemized pretty well. I feel like the pet fee, the yeah. miscellaneous stain fee. Right. I've never had that one yet, but, uh, but speaking of miscellaneous stain fee, I've got our Airbnb set up for uh, Louisville for May 21st or whatever it is. I thought it was June. Huh? Right. It's May. Okay, I'll have to check my calendar. <laughs> well, you were supposed to have already done that. <laughs> no, it's on my calendar. <laughs> yeah, it's May 21st. It's a Thursday, Friday. So we'd be okay. getting there Thursday. I'd pick you up Thursday morning on the way down there, and then we'd stay Thursday night and come back Friday. Okay, yeah, I'll keep Let me know if I'll that's not posted. okay. But, uh, well, no, nah, because like, I have certain restrictions and shit, you know, since I'm still a, a steward of the government. Yeah. Well, I, I'm assuming things aren't, I mean, if things are still like this in May, I'm sure it'll be canceled. It's going to get shut down anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. So how are you doing on your quarantine? I'm doing well. Uh, oddly enough, it's kind of business as usual for me since I work from home. Same here. Um, yep. so I guess it hasn't hit me in the face. Like some people who actually like go to a brick and mortar on a daily basis. So, um, I got that going for me, which is nice. Um, which is nice. I've I've got the same thing going on and where it's hitting me is my wife who is normally at work and my son who's mm-hmm. normally at school are here and it is driving me mad because they're just, hey, when are you getting off that call? Hey, when are you getting off? I'm like, I'm on a call all day. This is what I do. I, yeah, I work from is, home, but I work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So they don't you, get it. You, you notice all this electricity and food? This is how <laughs> I provide that. Well, I don't get like that, in that but but I do, like, I think they just think that I sit around and smack it around all day or something. Like, 
Yeah. You know, visit Pornhub and, and all that stuff all day long or something. Which premium is free right now as we're going through this designation. Oh, is it? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> I was not aware of that. <laughs> uh, what do you, what do you gain from premium? I, I didn't know there was a premium. I, I, I don't know, but I'm about to find out. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I like it. Um, so let's don't, let's just jump into this real quick and then we can continue talking here, but okay. I figure we haven't even, it's supposed to be a quickie. We're, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes in or so. Yeah. Um, but that's all right. It's, it's 10 minutes in bourbon time. So I mean, yeah. does it really matter? Yeah. This would probably be the longest quickie I've ever had. <laughs> so, uh, quickly, uh, just kind of, if you're, I'm going to post this video on the website, but, uh, um, Yeah. Let's see if we can get close enough to where it actually shows. Yeah. Oh, there we go. You got to hold it beside you or in front of your face or something. Yeah. Yeah. We both have Bib and Tucker. Um, Yes. I'm hoping that ours are both the uh, small batch uh, six year. Yes. I was about to ask you that same question. What's your batch number, by the way? My batch number is 020. Mine is 001. And my bottle number is 121178. Mine is 3340. I'm sorry, you bottled number, your batch number is what? Zero, zero, one. No shit. Yeah. You probably screwed that up by opening it then. No, maybe. I didn't open it. This is Aaron Janetti's. I had to steal it from him well, so that even you better. could have the same bourbon. <laughs> so I, I ran Shout it by out him first. Aaron. Yeah, Aaron Janetti yeah. of the Kamiwazi, Kamiwaza yeah. podcast. Kamiwaza podcast and Endeavor Defense and Fitness in Hilliard, Ohio. I'll tell you what. So uh, since I, I think everyone has been doing this, but ever since the quarantine and lockdowns and all that, I've been totally catching up on my podcast. And I have really, I'm going to shout it out again. I, I mention them all the time, but the Buckhorn podcast, I tell you what, man, I really enjoy that podcast. I've, uh, I, I know I did an episode with Martel a couple of weeks ago, just uh, I think two weeks ago at, um, mm-hmm. or a week ago yesterday it, it published, but um I, I've been listening and catching up on some of theirs because they have a whole bunch of episodes, and those yeah. are those are cracking me up. Those, yeah, those two I are, uh, listened. I listened from the beginning, and uh, it's cool to like listen to the evolution. Yeah, but the thing I like about their show is that there is no format. It's just whatever they feel it's like, like the talking Seinfeld about. It's like the Seinfeld podcast. That's what I keep saying. Yeah, and to, to me, like it's, I, I I look forward to listening to it every week. Like I know. literally. So like this past week when they actually had uh, two bonus episodes over the weekend, that yep. was like a, an extra kicker. What and, was it? Quarantine routine or something like that? Yeah. Quarantine routine part one and two. Yeah. And those are actually some pretty, and sometimes, I mean, for as much um, screwing around as they do on a routine basis, every once in a while, they'll get into some really deep stuff. And yeah. like the first part of quarantine routine, I, I thought was amazing. Is is probably they had like, their friend DJ on, right? So. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, he uh, always <laughs> adds a little level of authenticity to it. <laughs> I was going to say legitimacy, but uh, shout out DJ. I haven't met you yet. Talked to you briefly <laughs> one time, but over the interwebs. But um, now um, there was one, uh, there was another one where, when DJ was on there about a year ago. I think it was around Christmas time. That was another really solid episode. But then the quarantine routine part two uh, just kind of shows you like how they're, they, they're, those are the best bookend episodes I've ever heard. Yeah. Because uh, they've been around for almost two years, I think. Yeah, it's been a while. And listening to one that was so serious and poignant and kind of uh, contemporary based, you know, because of what's going on right now. Yeah. And then the other one was just like an, uh, it was a home run. Well, know, I, think normal, they probably, I think they just recorded it all the way through. Right. And they, they probably and just they devolved a with and a little alcohol and stuff from. or something. I bet. Yeah. So that's, that's what I imagine anyway. I haven't listened to the second episode yet. Just the first one. Yeah. So. It's a, uh, yeah. Once you listen to that first episode, it was kind of deep and, yeah. and I love that about no. them. Is they, that they, they can, can touch everything. Like yeah. 
but then next episode it's just dick and fart jokes you know so <laughs> i can't wait i'm excited yeah. then um so just a real quick intro i know we started to but uh, we've got bib and tucker small batch bourbon he's got a different batch than i do so we may not get the exact same things out of this yeah. i've got batch zero zero one which is yeah that's pretty kind of surprising yeah i just realized that now but, i'm pretty uh, sure most of your listeners and viewers now uh kind of understand the, the things about bourbon but uh in case I drag a couple people over to this episode, when they talk about small batch, can you kind of it means nothing enlighten my my folks about that a little bit? I mean, it's supposed to mean something. It's supposed to mean that it's so you have a lot of um, mixing that goes on in in bigger you know uh, distilleries. So like a Buffalo Trace, for example, a distillery when uh, they do some mm-hmm. mixing. So they when you drink a Buffalo Trace, you're drinking a mixture from a whole bunch of different barrels that's supposed to come together to give you the um, uh, the taste p- profile or the expression that they're looking for so that they have consistency. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing happens with Maker's Mark and and all the big ones really do that with their, with their main brand. Uh, so then they came around with single barrels and single barrels are supposed to be from a single barrel. So, mm-hmm. you know, what you get from one to the next, you know, might be different. You know, one... Uh, Blanton's or one McKenna or one, you know, each Taylor single barrel might taste a little different than the, than the next one. Um, and that's just kind of, you know, there, there's a little bit of a science to getting them to taste a certain way, but there's elements and things like that, that you just can't control. So yeah, there's a certain amount of chance, right? Yeah. It takes place. And so a small batch is supposed to be a smaller batch than a regular blended, you know, Buffalo trace, for example. Okay. Um, you know, and each company probably has a different meaning by the word small batch or the phrase small okay, batch. Okay, so I this isn't say. like something It's not anything defined. governed, no. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, <clears throat> I think a lot of the, um, you know, smaller craft distilleries start off as small batch. Um, mm-hmm. But even like, you know, the bigger places have small batches now and they, they don't necessarily mean anything uh, mm-hmm. except for they're not mixing it with as many barrels, or at least that's what you're thinking. That's what you're hoping. That's what they tell you. <clears throat> well, they don't even tell you. They just call it small batch. I mean, you uh-huh. might get someone on there that tells you how many barrels they blend it with, but I don't, I don't, there's no regulation. Like you said, it's just a, it's just a word and it's just kind of a okay. marketing term in the industry, really. Something they can jack the price up on you. Yeah, it's not like bottled and bond, which actually has a has a government a government uh, definition, uh, definition. Yeah, and and bourbon itself that has a government definition, but the other words inside of there, like single barrel, I, I think you could they could probably get in trouble if they weren't using a single barrel. But there, I don't think there's any government, you know, definition. There's, yeah, of there's no one throwing the. Uh, it there's no one's from the federal government, like ATF, sitting in there making sure that it's all, all one this barrel alcohol is yeah. coming from this barrel. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, <clears throat> I think that's why, uh, you know, people just kind of take that with a grain of salt. But the, the mm-hmm. single barrel uh, thing is really blowing up, especially store picks and, and personal picks or club picks, mm-hmm. because you get to, you know, taste something a little bit different than the expression that, you know, might be on the shelf as a regular single barrel. That was originally intended for mass production. Yeah. So like a lot of people go out and they do these single barrel picks or they do a club pick that is a single barrel and almost always the barrels are going to, the the club picks and things like that are going to be a single barrel and uh, not always, but almost always. And what that generally does is it gives the people picking it to find a little bit of a different expression than what they'd find on the shelf. So, so a lot of times when you're looking for those single barrels, don't expect it to taste, you know, just like something you'd find off of a shelf. So um, that's kind of the whole like, point. Art, like, a, art, what do you call it? A artistic freedom. 
Yeah, I mean, in a sense, it, it gives the people that are picking the barrel a little, like you, yeah, some artistic freedom. It's like a remix, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so, what are you getting on the nose on this one? All right, so let me pour one of these into my. Oh, I'll see. I haven't poured yet. Sifter. Okay, I've got. Uh, this is interesting to me. It's um, well, definitely caramel. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, but I get something weird out of it, almost like. Um, a little bit of pepper, maybe a chestnut. Do you get anything like that? And again, we might have we have two different batches, so we might not have the exact same. <clears throat> it doesn't smell uh, really burny, you know. Yeah. It's, what is this? Uh... Well, supposedly they only use a number one chard, so it shouldn't have too much of a char to it. Okay, so it's ninety-two proof, so it's not super high octane, but. Now, this is double distilled also. So they do, uh, the first uh, distilling is done in a column still, and then they use an antique pot still for the second distillation. Hmm. So. That's interesting. I'm definitely getting some cinnamon, and, and I'm tasting, this is a higher rye mash bill, so it's a 26% rye, 70% corn, and only 4% malted barley. I'm definitely getting a little bit of that, I think, spiciness of the rye. Yeah. But I'm also getting it, like a cinnamon almost, or or maybe. It, it tastes spicier than it smells. Yeah, for sure. It de I definitely didn't smell spiciness on the nose. Mm, I'm getting something I don't like too, and I'm not. Are you getting licorice maybe? I'm not a big fan of licorice. That's why I ask. And there's something I can't put my nose on or my finger on that. <clears throat> Overall, I think I like it, but there's, there's an underlying flavor in there that I'm not sure I like. And I think it's the licorice and that's just me. I'm not a licorice fan. <clears throat> yeah. Although it's my, my third drink, it's growing on me a little bit. Uh, uh, oaky. Maybe. Yeah, I'm getting some oak. I mean, it's six years old, so I, I think that's going to happen. Um, to me, it's more of a leather leather taste, but that it's and like that's what I was going to say leather when you said um, licorice, and that I, that may be what it is. That might be the licorice taste I'm getting is more yeah, like I don't leather. Kind of care for the leather e either. Yeah, and and so you get that a lot of times with an older bourbon. Not, I mean, mm -hmm. not like real old, but. Um, like over eight years? Well, it just depends. I mean, some you'll get some five-year ones that have some leather, four years that have some leather, but you'll also, um, I don't know, like, so there's, I've talked about this before, and in some of the podcasts I, I listen to, like The Bourbon Road and um, uh, Dad's Drinking Bourbon, they talk about the aging of bourbon, and, and a lot of times they say over 12 years, really... You're, you hit a yeah. wall because then you there's you, that uh, yeah you take the chance that's of just you know basically getting too much wood in the flavor and some people like okay. that but um, yeah I, I don't know um, I don't mind that like with scotch with the penis but with bourbon I think for me it, once you get to like that twelve ish year that's kind of like okay yeah. cool yeah I've had some I like I've had an Elijah Craig eighteen year that did not have that overbearing wood flavor. So I, I don't know how they do theirs, if it's a lighter char or if it's a mm. toasted as opposed to a charred or, or what. But I, I feel like that one I enjoyed pretty well. Do you, you have a dropper? Uh, I don't generally do that. Right. Um, I'm going to 
Yeah, go ahead. Let me know what you think. Here and see if it opens it up a little bit. I usually just keep drinking it and seeing if my palate adjusts. Like for me, the first couple of drinks, you know, I'll get more of the ethanol. I'll get more of the the mm-hmm. visceral reaction to my on my tongue from the from the alcohol. And then the more and more I drink it, the more my mouth kind of settles in, and I feel like the less my food intake from the day plays a an influence on it. The more I drink mm-hmm. of it. So I give it a I give it a few more drinks before I do anything like touch it up with water. Like la- water, yeah. Yeah, last night I had a what was the one I posted online? It was something Porter, Doc Porter, I think, and it was from Charlotte and I I hate to say anything's terrible because you never know what your palate's doing to you, but I drank that for like a half hour and it just did not ever change for me. I couldn't stand it. Oh no, there's something there there are some bourbons that deserve to be called terrible. Yeah, and it's from Charlotte, yeah. and I always want people that are doing stuff in other places to do well with it, and maybe it's young. I didn't look at the age statement on it yet, because we weren't mm. reviewing it or anything. I just drank it, and I just didn't like it. I didn't. I don't know. What do you think of this? What What would you call this? Do you? I mean, do you enjoy this? Is it good? Different? I mean, it's, um, it's definitely, definitely a shelf. Yeah, a shelf for me, too. I, I I was about to ask you that. I, I It's not quite a pass. I don't know how much it costs. I think it's, I think it's in the thirty dollar range. Um, oh, it I, says fifty five. It's fifty five dollars. Okay, that was in twenty seventeen. I, I have a bottle. I don't even remember where I got it from. So um, I I've, probably got it when I was in Kentucky. I, I, I tend to go down there and buy a lot at the party source. Yeah, when I first got, when I first saw this on the shelf, I called Aaron, who I knew had it, and I asked him. I was like, "Hey, do you like this?" He's like, "It was a little too spicy for him." Uh-huh. So I passed on it at the time because I was just mixing at the time. I wasn't really doing a lot of um, drinking straight, straight yeah. or neat. But um, yeah, I, this is borderline pass and uh, shelf for me. I, I think I'd for fifty five dollars, <throat> I feel like I can get a much better bourbon. To me, I think um, this is unique. An ice cube or a stone in here might help a little bit. Yeah. Um, Did your dropper change anything? I, Did that I'm help? Sorry? Did the dropper change anything? Did that help? Um, I'm getting, it definitely takes the bite off the front. Yeah. Um, so an ice cube would, you know, over a few minutes would definitely no, change that. Yeah. Help out a little, but, um, that spicy piece, maybe some ginger or something picking up. Yeah. I can't tell what it is, but I, I do know that, um, the more I drink it, I feel like it's. It's almost, uh, it's not quite oily on the tongue, but it's getting a little, it's got a little bit of uh, heaviness to it on the tongue. So it's got, mm. I, I like it. It coats the tongue well. And the more I drink yeah, it, the yeah. more I'm kind of liking it, but I, I still don't think it's something I'd go out of my way to buy for sure. I, you know, it, it's not bad. If someone gave it to me, I'd be okay <clears throat> with it. Yeah. You, you get a little bit of a Kentucky hug out of it. I mean, yeah, nothing, for sure. Uh, nothing horrible. No, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I think this I, would be a, shelf like am i gonna go am i gonna destroy this and go buy another bottle of it no you know in the next couple weeks well obviously not (laughs) but um, this one legitimately has dust on the on the uh, bottle. (laughs) like you can if you can see there's dust actually on the bottle so Uh, if you're not this is i think peppery enough to where someone who didn't like a pepper finish would definitely pass on this for sure agreed um and that's growing on me i've actually come to like that a little bit but mm-hmm. there's something underlying a little bit for me 
Yeah, there's something underlying on this that I'm not a big fan of. And like I said, it's that either that licorice or like you said, maybe there's yeah. something in it. It's just not sitting well for me. So, But speaking of peppery, like there is one called Dad's Hat. It's out of Pennsylvania. I don't normally like peppery stuff, but that one, like I like enjoying that with like a pork chop, you know, some sort of white meat chicken yeah. or something like that. It's really good like dinner, um, dinner drink. Well, I think uh, this is a good place to uh, stop here. We both uh, think it's a shelf. I'm not going to be upset if someone gives it to me. Uh, I'm not going to go yeah. out of my way to find it for $55. I, I'm, I'm not going to violate the quarantine to go buy another bottle. That's for sure. <laughs> so, um, But I am. Uh, let's, let's put a bow on this one. That way it actually stays in the realm of a quarantine quickie. There uh, we go. <laughs> so uh, I am Dude Pool, and I'm joined by... And I am not Dude Pool. Yeah. I, I am Mo. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, guys, and we'll have another episode coming out uh, this Tuesday. Be easy, guys. Thank you for joining in for another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review at any of the sites where you're listening to the podcast. Also, find us on Instagram and Facebook. And when you do, join in to the conversations, post your pics of your daily drinkers, and then let us know how you feel about any of the pours that you're having. 